When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Did you miss us? <laughs> were you worried? We, well, well, you should have been. We were really uh, at sea, lost. In uh, the Forever Dog Sea Org <laughs> organization, they put us on a ship, sent us away. And now we're back. It was getting scary. It was. It was really like uh, Alex Ramsey being like, you guys have to wash these toilets. And we were like, no. But... He was right. He was right. They were filthy. They And, and we needed like, to clean them. Yeah. And now that they're clean, we're actually good people. And so we're finally allowed to podcast again. <laughs> Guys, we missed you. We missed you. And not only did we miss you, we missed a lot of stuff. Damn. And excuse me for all the kids listening. <laughs> Dang. Uh, we certainly did. And we're going to do just like a quick little roundup of the things we missed, the things we wanted to talk about with you all listening, because it's not really, it's not really with you. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Yeah, you know, it's like a one-way street, but you like, know. we wanted to talk at you uh-huh. about all of this stuff. And hope that you could feel just a little bit of softness while we were doing it, but mostly our own indulgence, I suppose. <laughs> Absolutely. Should we get started? Let's get started. First up, Cats. Ding dong, meow. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Kat's getting some of the worst reviews I've ever seen in my life. Um, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm seeing it um, at 10 a.m. with my mother. Nice. Um, we will be drinking Prosecco beforehand. Nice. I think kind of that's the ultimate Kat's viewing experience. I think that's true. Um, okay, what I, uh, I think I'm going to love it is the thing. I think you're going to love it as well. I love when something is like, a mess. Well, you know me. I obviously have very refined taste. Um, yeah, of course. And so cleansed, even. Yeah. <laughs> and so I obviously can't relate to that. I think it's going to be one of the best things I've ever seen in my lifetime, um, ever. Uh, you know, some of my favorite movies include Ma. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really? I know. So I think this will be a film that's right up my emotional alley. Yeah, I think um, also I, you know... I respect a movie based on something that is um, has no plot. Um, That's weird. What are you talking about? What um, do you mean? You know, the musical Cats? Yeah, no, I'm familiar with it. Mm-hmm. I saw it high off my face on a Yeah, um, well, if you're high off your face, you might kind of be able to piece together a plot. And um, in reality, it is just a bunch of cats saying, here's me. Well, hold on, Olivia. Sorry, because we both went to 
art school together. Yes, we did go to art school, yeah. And so, you know, obviously we learned while we studied writing the main tenets of a show, all the pieces that need to come together to make a work of art What Aristotle wrote about poetics. Right. You Mm -hmm. need the character, you need the arc, you need spectacle, you need show. And I don't understand why you can't see how 47 cats (laughs) introducing themselves through song and dance and roller skate don't create a cohesive story in the fact that they're all trying to kill themselves and go to cat heaven. They aren't trying to kill themselves. They're trying to die peacefully. Be selected to die. Yes. They're close to the edge. They're suicidal. (laughs) They're not trying, but they... I mean, Grizabella. She's trying to go. She's trying to go. (laughs) Grizabella knocking on death's door saying, let me in. If you could hump one cat with no genitalia, one celebrity cat with no genitalia, either in cats or... A celebrity that became a cat, a, a sort of animorph cat like the cats. Which one would you hope? I don't understand this question. <laughs> okay, well, wait, you- okay, wait, okay. So, are you telling? Are you okay? Wait, I think I figured it out. So, you're telling me I can pick a celebrity to be like Tom Hooper cats, uh-huh. and I I get to fuck it. Hump because they don't have genitalia. Okay, so um, and they don't do oral because their teeth, their their tongues are is is it bestiality or is it like right on the line? Is that what we're we're saying? God wouldn't turn his back. God is watching. God is watching. Um, I'm gonna say Denzel Washington. Oh, that's good. I think he'd be a handsome cat. I think that's good. Who's yours? Um, I think Oscar Isaac. Oh, Oscar Isaac seems like he'd be like a street cat. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, and that's and so cats. That's kind of us on cats. Um, we also have um, a lot of, you know, I think something really beautiful and emotional happened um, while we were gone, and we didn't get to talk about it. And now I would just say to Tika, um, you know, the way the Oscars does like the remembrance. Um, them like the moment of mm-hmm. silence. Um, I would like to do that as well um, for this next upcoming segment. I, yeah, I'll just talk for a little bit because Io is queuing up a musical uh, moment, and here we go. A moment of silence for Gina Rodriguez saying the N word. Camila Cabello saying the N word. <laughs> Everybody remembering that Jennifer Lopez said the N-word. <laughs> I can't believe we missed three different moments when these like Latina women were like caught, remembered. The thing about the, that's crazy about J-Lo is that people were like, wait. Yes. <laughs> and apparently, apparently during um productions of I'm Real, she'll like She'll, like, still kind of, like, she won't totally skip over it. Like, when she sings it yeah. in concert now? Yeah. Uh, Miss, Miss Lopez? Or like, recently she sang it and, like, was, like, at the club with, like, a bunch of black guys and was, like, <gasps> Oh, I don't like that. Well, it's the reality of the world we live in. Yeah, uh, just a little reminder. Um, if you're not black... Don't. Well, we went over this with Lore- with Lorelai. Oh, I know. And it was murky. It is murky. But it's also, it's like, um, I don't, our, you know, if you're Afro-Latina, completely different story. Yeah. Um, J-Lo, certainly not. Camila Cabello, <laughs> certainly not. Camila, Camila Cabello. Cabello's white passing ass. Trump like, voting. <laughs> oh. Yay. I, I, Camila I, Cabello, oh God, we also haven't. 
Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes are still Oh, they're still dating? kissing. They're, they're, <laughs> they're ew, still ew. That thing came out where they were like, we just love to kiss. And it's like, ew. That's the worst type of press in the world. Do you think that their PR person is okay? No, but I also think that that's like, if someone, if I was fake dating someone and someone was like, what do you like to do together? I'd be like, Oh, kiss. Ew. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, we like to um, hug and kiss. Like, what do you talk about? It's like, we don't. <laughs> We're just so into um, kissing each other. Just tongues and mouths, they touch for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they totally touch. They totally, totally touch. Dang, I can't stop kissing my boyfriend's mouth. Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's really like, my girlfriend lives in Canada. It, Energy. It's big, 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 big. God. Yeah. Well, so that's them. But, you know, that's not the only thing with big energy. We missed a huge feud. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is someone, I think someone DM'd us and we're like, you guys have to talk about this. Um, Dakota Johnson versus Alan, kind of a big takedown of the year. Mm. Um, Dakota Johnson seems cool is what I got from this. It's kind of the shock as well. Because no one is ever mean to Ellen and someone should be mean to Ellen. It's true. It's high time that someone kind of bullied Ellen on her own talk show. Are you going to cyber bully Ellen? Yeah, I would love to cyber bully Ellen. And you know what? It would probably end up with me getting on her show and going like mega viral. You should dev on the Ellen show. (laughs) I, yeah, I should. You know what? That's my 2020 resolution. That I'm gonna dab, I'm gonna dab on Ellen. Cool. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm Dakota Johnson's hive now. I think she's a good actress. Um, she's fun. Yeah. Well, in the battle of Ellen versus Dakota Johnson, there's clearly a winner. But in the battle of Joe Pesci making music with Adam Levine versus Society, <laughs> who wins? Who loses? Uh, uh, tell me more about this. I, like, glanced at it. Joe Pesci was in semi-retirement. He was not acting. He was making music in secret. Then, one day, Adam Levine posted on Instagram thanking Joe Pesci for allowing him to join his music process. The caption begins... When I first heard Joe Pesci sing, I was astonished. I begged him to let me produce a record with him. He finally let me. Congrats, Mr. Pesci. That makes it sound like um, it was like a lifelong dream of Adam Levine's to like produce a Joe Pesci record. Yes, but I also think it was a lifelong dream of Joe Pesci's to produce a record. Has the, has the record come out? It has come out. It's called Pesci Still Singing. <laughs> Did he? I didn't know he was started. <laughs> he's he sings. I didn't know that there was like a beginning upon which we could still be doing it. I think it's just been like in secret. Does it sound like what I what I imagine it sounds like? No. Is it originals or is he doing standards? If you want to find out more, go to Apple Music and check out <laughs> Pesci still singing. I'm proud of my man. Well, good for Joe Pesci. Yeah, I liked The Irishman. He's really good at it. You did like The Irishman. Yeah, but you didn't like it. No, I liked it. I thought, you know, I don't know if it needed to be three and a half hours, but hmm. he's good in it. Hmm. Yeah, he is. <laughs> What's next? What's next on the docket? Yeah, remember when Alia Shawkat and Brad Pitt <laughs> were maybe dating? But also maybe are just friends. I could see them being like pals who just like smoke weed and hang out. That's it. That's all we have to say on that, I guess. Just think chill. about it. Just, just think about it. Well... Clang, clang, go those bells. Ring-a-ding-ding, tis the season. But the market's about to close. The market's about to close for the year. Uh, Traders, 
you know, famously take days off. It's so true. Um, they like really have a good work life balance. So, it's so they true. are going on vacation. Yes. Um, but we're gonna, you know, we're gonna look to next year. We're mm-hmm. looking to 2020. Mm-hmm. We're seeing what's up with the future, mm-hmm. specifically in the Oscar race. This Whoa. is kind of, you know, an area we love to say we have a lot of expertise in. Uh, so we're gonna give you some tips. Yeah. Uh, f- I, I I've heard of a of a race. You talking Ford v Ferrari? I'm not. Okay, for sure. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> I yeah. I uh, can you explain the concept of of celebrity stock market? Yes, I can. If you forgot because it's been 70, 11 years <laughs> since we first last released an episode of this podcast. The way the celebrity stock market works is that it's always working, baby. Celebrities, their culture, it's capital, it's neat, it's the market. And Olivia and I are the financial advisors who will help you work your way through this. We tell you who to buy, who to sell, and who to hold, okay? And you can use this information for your Twitters. You can use this information for little chit-chatting conversations you oh, have at a party. Yeah, if this comes out before Christmas, I think it is. Uh-huh. Um, you know, bring it up at dinner. Bring it up with your family. Mm-hmm. Like when you guys go see Little Women on Christmas Day, tell them what we told you. Yes. And if your family is broken and you're seeing cats on Christmas Day, <laughs> you can also use this information. This will be really helpful for you. A family can look like anything. anything. Okay. Um, to quote the great Pat Regan, I believe, a family can look like anything. Um, and that's what works for his family and for yours and ours as well. While we take you through the stock market. Let's start on a positive note, huh? Let's mm-hmm. start with the buys. Who are we buying? Who are we supporting? Okay. I am buying um, kind of a dark horse, kind Tell of me. a late entry, kind of no one thought this was going to get the kind of steam and recognition it's getting. Tell but me, I'm, tell me, tell me. I'm some knives out Ryan Johnson stock. Oh, I love this. Okay, because I had none. I love I this. I had none. Uh, and then I saw it and I was like, pretty good movie, pretty good. But you know who saw it and was like, really good movie? Tell the me. Golden Globes and a <laughs> bunch of critics. And I think what we'll see is maybe like an original screenplay nomination. I would love that. Um, you know, maybe a best picture because it's so it's such a big field and people love like it's also a movie that loves to be like shout out to liberals <laughs> like shout out to this like immigrant woman and I think uh, the Oscars would like to vote for that or at least nominate it and to be like look we did it um, and uh, I think you know now that Star Wars has come out and everyone fucking hates it, I think there's a lot of posy will towards Ryan Johnson right now. The J.J. Abrams slander was filthy. Ooh. I hate him. It was so rude. I hate it him. It was so rude. And then he made a movie that sucks shit. It so rocks. So, like, that's that on that. So I'm buying some, so I'm buying some Ryan. I'm kind of team Ryan. He gives me that feeling of, like, he's just a nerd who loves movies. He seems like a sweetie. Mm. Also, um... I don't think I've ever, like, not, you know, at least enjoyed a Ryan Johnson movie. I think I, I agree. like Looper. Yeah. You've seen Brick? Oh, baby. Brick is good. <laughs> Hot take. Hot Brick take. Is good. Brick is good as hell. Uh, and I liked that Star Wars movie. So, like, you know, I'm pro Ryan Johnson. Did you know he's married to Karina Longworth of You Must Remember This? What? They're just like a little movie nerd couple that's so weird isn't that cool and weird oh i'm just looking at his doughy little head right now i <laughs> love cutie. him he's a cutie. i like him 
Oop, the brother's blue. Remember that shit? Oh my Woo. god. Oh my god. Wait. What did he have to do with that? He directed it. He directed the brothers bloom. Yes. Do you remember how the brothers bloom and like the brothers grim came out at around the same, the same time. time? And it was like, what are these? What's happening? Damn. That's kind of one we forget when people talk about movies that came out at the same time. Keep- Everyone puts too much stress on No Strings Attached and Friends with Benefits. I think people also put stress on um, the magic movies. You know what I'm talking about. Prestige, Prestige and the Illusionist. And the Illusionist. Let's talk about Let's the Brothers Bloom and the Let's Brothers Grimm. Let's talk about the Brothers Bloom and the Brothers Grimm. Hi, can um, I wake up the discourse right now? Because y'all are sleeping. Ugh. Wake up. I, what are you not sleeping on right now? What are you buying? I'm at the market, briefcase in hand, mm-hmm. charge card at the ready, cocaine yeah. at the hip, mm-hmm. mistress on the back side, <laughs> children on the phone, wife on the beeper, money out, pencil ready, Finger pointed to also Finger to type on the computer. Uh-huh. Cause I'm about to buy foreign. I'm buying Just foreign. Just the concept of foreign. Domestic is dead. <laughs> foreign is in. We're purchasing Portrait of a Lady on Fire. We're purchasing Parasite. If we have not already, even though I've been said, I've been said. We're purchasing Les Miserables. We are purchasing the fa- purchasing Atlantics. We are purchasing the farewell. We're buying. We're buying. We're going foreign. We're zoom zoom to the international market. I think that's great. Um, I haven't seen a lot of those movies as an uncultured, you know, piece of shit. Um, and, It's you true. Know, we know this about you. I know. I fucking hate learning. Uh, reading, actually. Mm. You know, it's hard. It's I did hard. see Parasite, though. I love it. Uh, I think it's crazy that Les Miserables is Fran- France's submission. Should have been portrait. It's like, what? Should have been portrait. Why? It's not, I don't know. We've we've seen Les Miserables before. Les Miserables as a concept has been nominated for Oscars before, and it will continue to. And it's like we get it. Like he dies, you know. <laughs> like, but this one is like gritty, <sighs> and it's got black people. Stage versions of Les Mis have had black people in them forever. Whatever, I'm tired. You are tired. You don't have to like it. You just have to buy it. That's how the stock market that works. That is how the stock market it's works. It's about money. It's about Thank you for reminding me. Capitalism. Thank you. It's not about heart. Sometimes we don't buy the things we necessarily want. Do you think I want to be buying, uh, you know, a, 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 ch- a, a check, a, a Russian foreign film? No. But I know it's going to be a hit at Metrograph. I know it's going to be a hit <laughs> at IFC. And I know it's going to be a hit at the Oscars. And that's why we play. Damn. This rails a line of coke. All right. Sometimes, though, it isn't always passionate. Sometimes it's just about the reality of, of, of watching the market, watching what we got to play, watching, you know, what we have to hold. OK, what could be a hit or could be a flop. So we so we watch the stock carefully. Yeah. So, Olivia, who are you holding? OK, we already talked about her this episode. Uh, I am holding one Miss Jennifer Lopez oh. um, nominated for a Golden Globe. We okay. love it. So you love when people say the N word. I. <laughs> I love when not black people say the N word. Um, but you know, she wouldn't be the first to be nominated for an Oscar and she wouldn't be the last. Um, I'm holding because. <laughs> Take that back about I'm Catherine just Hepburn. Take that back, you bitch. <laughs> you telling me, you telling me, Catherine Hepburn never said the N word. No, she said it a lot. Yeah. She definitely has the vibe of like a girl who gets drunk and it's like, ooh, let's listen to Cab Calloway. <laughs> and everybody's like, Catherine, Catherine, that's, Catherine, no. a, that's a cut scene from The Aviator. <laughs> 
Kate Blanchett just like really giving yeah. it a hard R. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway, uh, I'm holding Jennifer Lopez. I have a significant amount of stock there. Um, and I think it would be cool for her to get an Oscar nomination for Hustlers, an incredible movie. Because I don't think Hustlers is going to get another nomination unless it gets an adapted screenplay nomination. But like, it's not going to get director. It's probably not going to get best picture. Miss Constance Wu is not getting a nomination. I'm going to be real. Oh, right. Don't you not like Hustlers? That part. Yeah. That's okay. That's what I say. It was fun. It's fun. It was fun. It's fun. I enjoyed it. I don't know if it's at... Oscar level? Okay. Okay, but much more serious movies have been nominated that weren't actually at Oscar level. You right. what I'm saying. You right. Like, Like, if I had to watch, you know... Uh, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, or Hustlers. What's a better movie, Hustlers? I know, I know, but you. All right, well, you know, if you want to get any, that's okay. That's okay. okay. You know, you know, it's a, it's good that we have differing opinions. And this is also the thing, right? It's not about what I want. It's not about what you want. It's, it's about, about what the market dictates. Yes. And I do think the market dictates that when uh, Jennifer Lopez danced to dances to Criminal by Fiona Apple. It's incredible. I will say it's incredible. One of the best scenes in a film in the entirety of the 2010s was when Usher came into the club. Oh my god. It's so good. That's one of the best things I've ever it's, seen. It's so filled with just like joy. And 2008. It's so 2008. Perfectly. I've been thinking about that scene like kind of on and off. It's very Sometimes good. and whenever I do I have to listen to that song. Mm. And then I just walk down the street and feel incredible. It's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. I actually want to make love in this club. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Hi, excuse me. Yeah. Do you know this about me? Um, I want to make love in this club. Oh, my God. Um, okay, guys, pause your podcast real quick. We're going to go make... We're going to go make love, love in a club. in this club. We're right by One Oak right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> a little joke for my New Yorkers. <laughs> wow, if only this was a visual medium. Crazy <laughs> physicality on Olivia right now. Arms like a car wash yeah. blow up. Yeah, Man. just kind of imagine that. Mm-hmm. Um, I who are you holding? This week, this Oscar season, looking forward into the year, I'm going to be holding funny guys. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to be holding your Bong Joon Ho, Song Kang Ho combinations. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be holding your stand up legends, Adam Sandler, coming in hot. Hot, hot, hot. From Uncut Gems. Can we talk about how people um, got horny for him? No. I, okay. And also holding icon, actually good dramatic actor, Eddie Murphy. Oh, Eddie Murphy, an incredible actor. Best part of Dreamgirls. Yes, okay. Famously, what didn't get a nomination because of Norbit. Yep. And, you know, that is just one of the great crimes of Oscar history. Of society. Yeah. Even. Like, he deserved like, it. Like, take the Oscars to the Hague, He you deserved know? it. Like... He deserved it. Trial by fire. God, he's so fucking good in Dreamgirls. He's incredible in Dreamgirls. That final Jimmy Got Soul breakdown... God. How's Dolomite? He's good. Okay. Slow at the start. Mm-hmm. He's good. And good. a lot of... And a lot of... And a lot of guys you love to see. Mm. A lot of guys you love to see... Great. Working their best. Great. Doing a great job. Ah. I'm happy for him. I'm... 
I hope he's happy. Yeah, I hope he like feels good. I know. Because there was always a little bit of like maybe like a dark energy. Well, yes, most male stand-ups are mentally ill. Sure, and yes. won't process anything. Yeah. And are of the mindset that if you just keep pushing yourself in your career <laughs> and are a worse and worse person, your craft will benefit. So um, they're all crazy. <laughs> but... Feels like things are maybe... And, like, coming around uh-huh. and, like, being in a good... And he's in an upswing again career-wise. I feel like that's always good for him. Yes. Heard rumors. He's starting to do stand-up again. Oh. Could be cool. Interesting. I love him. That's great. He's an icon to me. I love that. So, we're holding all these funny guys because they're funny, but they're working hard. Dramatic chops. Killing it. And that is my hold. Love. Sometimes, however... You gotta sell. And? And, you know, selling is just like dumping that stock before it burns you. Mm-hmm. Um, this Oscar season, I am selling something I maybe should never have uh, bought into. Tell me. Bombshell? Uh, I just, um, listen, we don't have to get into it, but as soon as that trailer came out and Billie Eilish's bad guy was in it and I was like, that song didn't even exist when this movie takes place like this isn't like a helpful anachronism um it's like i get it roger ailes is the bad guy whatever um and i just have heard uh from people that it's not very good and it falls almost into an uncanny valley moment with Charlize playing meg i don't know i also don't like that it's like the big short guy right Mm, no actually oh i think he produced it but a different it's the vice it's the, that's the big short guy. I think it's, I think, anyway, I don't, what's, Wait. <laughs> what? what's up on. with like, like, it, they're it's all, Jay Roach. In, they're all in the same, they are in the same, like, universe. Um, it's Jay Roach who did Trumbo. What? <laughs> it's Jay Roach who did Trumbo. Did Adam McKay produce it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Adam McKay is addicted to being like, remember how these horrible white people were mm-hmm. uh we're gonna kind of make it like peppy but also yeah. remind you that it was bad vice is actually one of the worst movies i've ever seen vice is pretty bad um oh also um jay roach um sorry also um jay roach directed austin powers international man of mystery oh okay so he's a legend so he's sort of a legend we, we should put some respect on that um i just don't think bombshell is gonna get nominated in the way and meet the parents oh huge bombshell will not get nominated it's not in gonna the way get nominated. just like put that stock away invest it maybe in like little women or something 1917 what have you other movies on jay roach's filmography the campaign sisters all the way Remember All the Way with Brian Cranston and Anthony Mackie as LBJ. LBJ? LBJ. LBJ. And um, MLK. Oh, no, no. Oh, that was a play, right? Yeah, they they turned turned it into into a movie. movie. Which always works. It's it's so good. American Sun made waves. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, you're trash, bro. You're trash. Oh, what's Carrie Washington going to do to me? Quiver? Listen, she's working that bottom lip hard, okay? I know. She's furrowing her, her eyebrows as much as she possibly can. It's not a lot because she has a you know. youthful, stiff face. But, <laughs> you know, she's doing what she can. Um, I will say, obviously, there's a friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. We in love them. Bob Shell, whom we love. 
One thing that made me bummed about seeing it, I was kind of like, oh, this is going to make people feel good. And like, maybe they shouldn't feel good. Oh, oh, does it do a thing where it's like, congrats to these women like, who like stood up to the man? That's does it does it reckon with the fact that they're pieces of shit in their downtime? And so okay, and so if okay. you haven't seen Bombshell and cool. you still want to see it, just maybe keep that in mind. But got um, it. But that's um, that's sort of that on that. Okay, I who are you selling? Well, I was holding some funny guys, and I'm selling one funny guy, singular. I'm selling the fucking Joker. I'm selling <laughs> the Joker. Idea. I'm selling Todd Phillips. I'm selling. I'm selling. Literally, Joaquin Phoenix is going to be nominated for an Oscar for this performance, and this movie will be nominated for Best Picture. It sucks. It's, it sucks, but, it sucks. Uh, you know. I'm sad. I know. I'm sad. It's okay. It made me sad. I didn't like the movie. I didn't like the Joker. That's okay. You don't have to like Joker. I didn't like the Joker. It made me sad. Let me up. Let me up. I didn't like Joker. I didn't like Joker. I am? What? It's okay. It doesn't feel okay. It doesn't fucking feel okay. Oh my God. Wait, this is like kind of a sidebar, but I was talking to a friend yesterday who was getting, who was getting a wellness drip on the Lower East Side (laughs) next to Joaquin Phoenix. And she said that he was really afraid of the needle and kept like freaking out about it and that he has crazy eyes. And so that's just a little inside Joaquin Phoenix scoop. This is why this is why you come back. This is why you come Joaquin back. Joaquin Phoenix gets wellness drips. It's like I tell you what celeb- I tell you what celebrities are crying at ABC Kitchen. Olivia tells you what celebrities are getting wellness drips and where you're welcome. You're welcome. Rooney nowhere to be seen, but I assume she is also on the wellness drip for sure. Movement. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not well. No. You know this. No, he needs that drip. Okay. Well. Ding dong, the bells are closing. I gotta put away my cocaine vial, and uh, and my, and my mistress won't drive herself home, so we gotta go. <laughs> but before we go, one thing that we missed was these lists. There were a lot there of lists. There were so many lists. Good God, the lists, lists. of the decade, lists of uh, the year, lists of music, lists of TV, lists of sketch, lists of internet, uh, lists of actors and actresses, lists of. Too much stuff. Too much stuff. Except the one list we were on, which is a good list. Of the, of the best podcast <laughs> of the, the year. Vulture list. We thank we you, Vulture. And that Vulture. actually is honest. That, uh, that, that list actually, actually is that's true a, and good. That's a good list. That's a very good list, and we stand by it. Every other list made me tired, but that list was incredible. But one thing is that we, we do want to help you guys sort out the clutter, right? That's what we're here to do. So we're going to let you know what the best and worst movies of the decade were. Hand down. Singular hands. Other hand up, high-fiving your friend because you agree that this is true. So let's start at the bottom. Let's start at the top. Start at the top? Let's start start at the top. Okay. Best film of the decade. 20th Century Women. Ma. Okay. Worst film of the decade. Green Book. Gravity. Okay. And that's that on that. Let's do Vroom Vroom. (laughs) Vroom Vroom, the engine's churning. When we play Vroom Vroom, we take a celebrity who honestly, criminally, has not been nominated for the Oscar that they deserve. Hasn't won. Criminally hasn't won the Oscar (laughs) that they deserve. And Olivia and I do our best to craft a vehicle for them. Vroom, vroom, do you get it? And we work our hardest to help this great actor 
win what they deserve. So now it's come to this. The vroom vroom to close out the year. Okay. <clears throat> I am going to pitch something kind of kind of nuts. I love this. But we have had someone on this list who shouldn't be on this list that we have labeled as the impossible vroom vroom. And I think, you know, in the spirit of ending the decade, ending the year, I'm cry. Uh, I think we should give it a go. I'm going to cry. So her vroom vroom is Beyonce. Jesus Christ. Okay. I will get a timer going. <laughs> One minute on the clock to, to win Beyonce. An acting Oscar. Oh, no. And it starts. Okay, it's Whoa. not happening anytime soon. <laughs> what we have to get in front of it. she has to be old uh, she has to be old yeah and she has to be like i think she it might be like uh, maybe it's a honey boy situation maybe she plays tina okay how about this she's old mm-hmm. and it is um a the biopic of Wait, no, she can't do biopics because she did Etta James. Yeah. But she has to play somebody who is a star that's yes. dying. Yes. And there there has to be singing involved, obviously. Maybe this will also be, like, where we are now with, like, seeing where the why jazz was bad will be there with pop music. Mm-hmm. So she'll play an aging star, an aged out star. An old, oh, my God. She has, like, a Sunset star. Boulevard, yes. like, but it's about pop music yes. instead of acting. Yes. And, like, oh, it's, I think you could just rip Sunset Boulevard. And there's, like, a journalist coming to profile her, maybe? Okay, but or she's trying to put she on one She has to be supporting. Show. She has oh, to be supporting. No. She can't oh, win for the best. She doesn't have that. Oh she can't oh, win for best. This can't be the plot. But if this is the journalist... About the journalist, like, like, the, like, okay, the, I think it's, um, oh, oh God. <laughs> I think, okay, I think it's, um, I do think she plays a Tina Knowles type, okay? I, I feel spotty. Okay? Listen, I can't listen, see. listen. I, Olivia, I'm sick. Listen, it's a 40 year old pop star. She's aging out. It's Box Lux. 40? Out. Yes. 50. No, she's not the pop star. She plays the pop star's mother, okay? Yes. The pop yes, star is aging God. out. Yes. She plays her mother. Good. Her, like, this, this pop star has always been the cash cow for okay, her. Yeah. The money's drying up. Okay. And so she is me. Okay. And she is like ruthless, and they there's obviously like a tense mother daughter scene, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. kind of like what singes it. Yeah. And the mother also obviously can sing, it's Beyonce. But like the she, mother was like like church religious. Yes, and the mother yes. was like never proud of the daughter. Yes. And has always like been disappointed because she's like, you should have just done gospel singing, but we'll still take the money. Yes. It's like the mom and valley of the dolls. Okay. Of um Sharon Tate. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Okay. But a I, movie. Okay. Okay. Done. We won Beyonce and Oscar. Fuck. Awesome. Good for us. Thank God. And thank God for you, because above all, this is a Christian podcast. <laughs> um, guys, for real, thank you so much for uh, being patient with us and um, listening to all these eps and, uh, you know, messaging us and rating it and subscribing it and telling your friends. We really did want to talk with you guys. We wanted, we missed you guys. We did miss you. Uh, next week, we're going to have our live episode come out yeah. um, that we did with the one and only Julie Klausner. It's, uh, it was so fun. It was the best. It was literally like I blacked out and then came to and was like, why do I feel incredible right now? It was because of her. And it was because of her. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll get to hear from, you'll hear from us soon. In the new year. Have a good new year, new us, etc. Olivia, what is your New Year's resolution? <laughs> oh, what's my New Year's resolution? Um, 
I've been thinking about this a lot. Yeah. And um, this is actually real. This is not a bit. Yeah. But um, I was like, oh, I should like stop letting boys steal books from me. And what I realized that meant is that actually I'm uh, demanding more respect in my life. Whoa. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, that's actually just like a code. Um, yeah. So that's mine. Yeah. What's yours going to be? Uh, I think I'm going to get married and go back to Christianity and quit comedy. I, I, we have a whole like, we have like a whole thing. Oh, I'll, no, I can manage that with my, okay. If you come to church, we can just record mm-hmm. it. Like and in the, between the Sunday school be, and the service. There's going to be like an echo. In between Sunday school and the service. Okay. We'll, we'll figure this off. We can do it in the bathroom or we're gonna something. Do, we're going to figure this out off. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, God bless every single one of you. Okay, we have um, to go. And if you need to learn anything about God, I, you can message me. I'm turning off But it has to be about God, oh God specifically. Andrew, please edit this out. Um, I'm thinking about him. Capital God. H. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.